0: Hey, welcome back to the Push Record Podcast, um, where we simply are just pushing record on real life, authentic, sincere conversations that I hope help your life get further faster. Shout out, Andy Stanley. That's not my statement, that's his, but man, I've really adopted it. And so, I hope this is helping you uh, push record on on areas of your life that um, whatever God has given you to do and whatever you are a champion of, I hope this really helps. And so, speaking of champions, I'm super excited because on this episode, I've got my incredible wife, Diana, back, who by the way, apparently she is the secret sauce because when we uh, put out our very first episode with Diana, uh, everyone was saying we want more of Diana and so we finally got her to come back and talk to us a little bit. And so
1: What's up uh, guys? Love ya.
0: <laughs> I love you, babe. Maybe. You look really cute today. Thanks. You look really, really snuggy. <laughs> <laughs> you look super cozy. Um, and uh, so right now we're we're not anywhere fancy. We're just in our house and Diana is cozy. And we're in our little makeshift studio. And we just said, you know, we've got some things to, to that we've been thinking about and we've been talking about as a couple, right? We just hit 15 years of marriage, babe.
1: Yes, 15 years.
0: 15 years, January 3rd, 2004.
1: We were married, but then we dated for like six years. So, so,
0: we, so we've been together 21 years. Yeah. Wow, it's incredible. So our marriage is now officially 15 years old. And if you are a Hispanic... Uh, you understand that 15 years old is a big deal and so our marriage is gonna have a quinceanera this year at some point (laughs) I don't get quinceaneras what's up with quinceaneras anyway
1: Uh, I don't know I prefer a trip you want to take me somewhere we should take a trip
0: (laughs) oh my gosh we have two daughters you guys so Chloe Faith and Bailey Grace at some point we're gonna have the conversation of whether or not we're gonna do a quinceanera Uh, a.k.a. a little mini wedding or if we're just going to like buy them cars or something.
1: I think we're going to go that route because mommy barely likes to plan birthday parties. So I can't (laughs) even imagine anything bigger than that.
0: (laughs) I think I'd I'd rather buy cars or pay for college than to... Uh, do a quinceanera, but if you had a quinceanera, no, no shade, no right? shade. Happy for they're you. They're
1: beautiful. They're beautiful. They're great to attend.
0: <laughs> they're awesome, man. They're they're so beautiful, and so I hope if you had a quinceanera, I hope it was everything you ever hoped for. Um so anyway, uh, you know, it's been quite a journey. Right. I can't, I can't, I can't believe that we've been doing this for fifteen years, you and I. Yeah, man, it's been incredible. It feels like we're just getting started, though, right? Yeah,
1: we've definitely grown up together. We have are not the same people
0: that we were when, we, we, when were we met, yeah. when we met you that's know, for sure. One of the things that, that uh, I'm glad that the Lord has done in Diana's life is that Diana is not a car thief anymore. Um, in our episode with, when she first came on, I talked, I shared with you guys a little bit how she stole a car uh, to come see me.
1: The word is borrowed. I borrowed.
0: I think that when you take someone's vehicle without their consent.
1: I had consent.
0: Okay. So you just took it longer than yes. expected. Yes. Okay. So you, let's just call it joyriding. Let's meet in the middle of the road. <laughs> All right. we Maybe a car, maybe it was a carjacking. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that that's a that's a true story. Uh, Diana essentially ghosted someone's car.
1: Well, we had um crazy dating life. You didn't have a car at the time and true. I don't know, for some reason you had this little ghetto Nissan Sentra that we always had to buy tires for. You were having a flat tire because it was like a low rider.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So for some reason, you had like another flat tire or something and it was New Year's (laughs) and we really wanted to see each other. So New Year's, That New Year's
0: kiss is what it was. It was all about that.
1: Whatever. (laughs) I believe um, God gave me creativity to be able to meet you where you were.
0: Wow. I love that. I love that. I love that you (laughs) redeemed that. Wow. God gave me creativity. Look at Jesus. (laughs) Look at what Jesus did for us. And so, anyway, she wasn't really breaking the law. Uh, She was just doing what it took. And, you know, I think, Diana, I think that's that's such a big idea for us, right? To do what it takes for the benefit of we and us. You know, right. I think I think that looking back over 15 years of marriage, um, I think that that's one of the biggest things that we've learned. Right? Is um, being able to say no to ourselves in order to say yes to our family and to say yes to um to each other to each other. Yeah. You know, and
1: I think that's something that we are still learning and will continue to learn, because um, as years go by, our situations become different and our choices, of course, become different. So it's just that. Discipline of knowing that you're worth it, that our family's worth it. Yeah. Um. And sometimes saying yes to us is is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so so needed. I think this year is that we're really just gonna um, concentrate on investing in our marriage, investing in us, our home um, and our family, our home and our family. Yeah. Sure. Definitely.
0: You know, I think I think that there's a couple of things that um that we've done a good job of learning. I don't think we've perfected them yet. Um, but now they're our first go-to, uh-huh. rather than like the aha moment when we finally like our tempers like stop flaring and yeah. our emotions are are not so just elevated, emotiony. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but I think I think there's been a, a few things that um, that we've we've learned uh, along the way. You know, and I'd I'd love for us to share them with all of our listeners right now. Um, I think w- one of the big ones was really just. Um, learning to manage our expectations. Definitely. You know, when I when I look back over 21 years mm-hmm. of us being together, um, there's been so much, so much many managing expectations. You know, like like if if you knew our story, um, <clears throat> when we first met, I, I was I was I guess what you could call someone who was perpetrating right. Like I looked like um,
1: you had it all. Together. I had it all together,
0: <laughs> and I looked like I had a lot. Mm-hmm. You knew, you know. I knew how to, I, I, I knew how to fake it till I made it. Yeah, you know. And uh, we're still trying to make it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're done faking it. Right. You know. And, um, you know, I, at some point on the podcast, I'll share my story. Um, but I grew up incredibly poor, um, and just did not come from a lot of means. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at some point in my life, we were—I was homeless for my whole seventh-grade year, and um, there was always this. This edge to me that I needed to impress mm-hmm. or that I needed to, um, I guess, portray someone that I thought people wanted to see or I thought that people would be more accepting of. Um, and so uh, to me, it was a big deal to to have name brands on. And, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, right? There wasn't. But I was like investing in the wrong things, right? And right. so, um, you know, I, I think that you got the wrong impression of me. Mm-hmm. And when we, when I finally got you to say yes to be my girlfriend, I had to be really honest with you about kind of where I came from, uh, where we lived, Uh et cetera. You know, and um, I think that one of the things that I've learned to do is not necessarily try to impress or try to project something that I'm not, but be very honest at the forefront. Yeah. So that we can manage the expectations.
1: Definitely. And I, I don't. I mean, that wasn't a big deal to me when I did find out that, um, you know, you 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 lived rough. Um, that's not who I am. So that didn't derail me from you. Yeah. Um, but I think on my end, how I had to manage my expectation was when we first got married, I really thought you were you were you are my knight in shining armor. and my expectations of you were so high. I lived in a fairy tale world where I thought you could do no wrong. So when you did do wrong, it collapsed my whole world. yeah. So I had nobody ever really told me about that. You just you know watch Disney movies and you figure that. Life is supposed to be a fairy tale. And you're supposed to cater to me, and so when um, the first year of marriage was that rocky place of what, like you're rude, you're mean sometimes, but you know we're, we all have that personality that we have to adjust to. And I think uh, once I started realizing, okay, my expectations have to be managed, and I have to change, and I have to love you for who you are, and ask you questions. Um, And be okay with that is when I feel we were able just to be real with one another and then
0: grow. What I think is so cool about that is that, um, you know, when, when we say manage your expectations, we're not saying put up with less than. Oh,
1: definitely. You know,
0: we're not saying... Um, you know you didn't come and say well I guess it's okay for you to just do whatever you want Cruz and Mm -hmm. it's okay for you to just be this way you know Um, I think that you gave me grace um, to learn and to grow and to develop but you also set a standard for me right Mm -hmm. you were very very upfront about your expectation of me and so I think managing my expectations are you know, if you're listening and you're thinking about where you're managing your ex- expectations, it's not just about expecting less right. from people. You know, it's, I think it's about um, not, if you're committed to something, right? If you're committed to something or someone, not necessarily just a marriage context, um, but if you're committed to a job or you're committed to a calling, you're committed to a cause, a role,
1: any type of relationship, your friendship role, mother, daughter, father, son. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, there's so many different places for commitment, yeah. right? Um, that I think in that you've, you you their mani- expectation management is such a key thing, right? Like you know when when you start a job and the honeymoon phase wears off yeah. and your bosses aren't who you thought they were, mm-hmm. right? Or the role isn't what you thought it was, uh-huh. or you know things changed all of a sudden. You know, um, you you come back and you you manage how you feel about it uh-huh. right you know I think I think a lot of times the the first thing is to do is to run and quit you know right. I, think, I think we have a we have a, it a little bit of an issue actually it's not a little bit it's a big issue where we're so ready to quit right we're, we're not we're not we're not coming back and saying look I may not be able to change that or them, um, but I can do this about me. Right. And my expectation in coming into this was that I'm going to be committed. Now, when when you get to the point where um, your commitment is costing you and your commitment is becoming toxic, then we have to revisit the expectation management once again. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's a really good place where you have to look at yourself in the mirror and... um, Realize what you want in whatever this relationship is. And if most of the time it has a lot to do with changing who we are who we are, not changing the other person. Sure. because when you change who you are um, and you react different to different situations, then you're able to have a better relationship. But if you're always pointing the finger to the other person, then there's no expectations to manage because you're just telling the other person who you want them to be. And then at the end of the day you're not managing anything except that person <laughs> which is not what we're supposed to do
0: right right I, I think i think that was that that's been the biggest thing is that um i cannot control them right um i cannot control all of the variables around me <clears throat> but i picked up this axiom um along the way right i cannot control uh, the direction of the wind but I can set my sales, mm-hmm. you know? Um, And I think that that's been a big deal for us.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, where um you realizing that I was not perfect, mm-hmm. me realizing that you weren't perfect, mm-hmm. um, but both of us setting an expectation that we're not going to quit. Yes. We're not going to be ugly and nasty to each other. Mm-hmm. We're not going to directly or deliberately, intentionally hurt each other, disrespect yeah. each other, dishonor each other. Um, But when we do have disagreements, realize that the person sitting across from me is a human being. They are um, someone I love. Right. But my expectation of them is not for them to be perfect. Right? Like, I I appreciate from you that your expectation of me is not necessarily to be perfect, but it's to be present. You know, you want me to be present. You ask me, that's an expectation that you have on me. Um, And I think that in all of that, you know, you're able to really find some really great harmony. You know, when, when like, I, I was talking with someone the other day about how, how they manage um, someone who's toxic, but not necessarily someone that they can get rid of in their life. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think that, you know, sometimes that's people you share the same DNA with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, what, what, what I told them was something that you shared with me a while back with certain certain relationships in my life um and you said you know Chris, you've got to really manage what you expect you can not go in there and be surprised when they behave the way they behave or when they say the things they say um or they treat you the way they treat you and behave like it's the very first time yeah you know you you, you don't go to the zoo and say oh wow did you know that Birds fly, or you go to the aquarium, you say, Hey, did you know that fish swim? Right? Obviously, that's what they do.
1: Yeah. You know? It's creating those uh, really big lines for boundaries and being okay with that. Yeah. Um, sometimes relationships, you know, different relationships, romantic friendships, like you said, if you sh- uh, mother daughter, father son relationships, sometimes um, you have to create those strong lines that are going to keep you sane. Yeah. And um, we love everybody that you have to love (laughs) but at the same time you have to remember you know what if this is making me sick or if this is really uh really toxic in my life these are the boundaries that i have to create in order for me to be okay with myself my family i like it yeah
0: i like it and here's the deal you can you can always do something about what you expect from people you know one of the things for me is when i was younger i would i think that i would i would get my heart broken yeah. or I would get a lot of disappointment because I was expecting the wrong thing. You know, um, I was expecting five-gallon volume from a one-gallon person. Yeah. You know, and I've j- I just had to come to terms with, wow, this is the most I can expect yeah. from this situation. This is the most that I can expect from this relationship. Exactly. And it, that is what it's going to be
1: and it is what it is and you can't throw a fit because that's where they're at and yeah. if that's where they're at you have to be okay with that i love that you
0: said that bailey bailey our three-year-old says that sometimes <laughs> right whenever whenever we're um because we try we try to be we try to be as equal as we can with both of our daughters mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and so sometimes chloe because she's the oldest feels entitled to something a little different a little special and will will get in her feelings about it. And Bailey will say, you know, you get what you get and, and you, you don't, don't throw a fit, <laughs> you know. And wow, what a thought, right? What yeah. if what if, what if, if we knew what we got right. and we were honest and we really managed the expectations? Exactly. I think that's the big idea, Diana, yeah. that, uh, you know, we're honest about what we expect and we tell ourselves, look, in this situation, from this person, from this role, et cetera, whatever that looks like, whatever you're committed to sticking to, this is what i'm gonna get and so i'm i get what i get and i won't throw a fit
1: i think our lives would be so much simpler <laughs> we would have less stress um because at the end of the day you're getting exactly what you know yeah what that you're gonna get yeah. and if you get something different praise yeah. god if yeah. you don't you knew what it was
0: yeah i think you know one of the things that um that is connected to managing expectations is uh learning learning to count the cost um and here's what i mean by that um you know with with our relationship i've learned that i've got to make investments and allow for withdrawals right and so in that you know i'm learning to say you know i'm i'm going to count the cost this is what it's going to this is what it's going to cost me or this is what it's going to take me but um i'm not looking at it necessarily as a sacrifice but i'm looking at it as an investment right so um like in our case, right after fifteen years, two kids in, um, romance looks a little different. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> it looks a, it looks a little different. And mm. so, ten years ago, you know when we were when we were looking when we were spending time in 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 romances as, as a, you know as a couple. Um, counting the cost was, okay, where am I going to reserve dinner and where are we going to go and or are we going to get away for the weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, now, counting the cost or setting the budget for romance starts with, okay, I need to take the trash out right now. I need to make sure that there's no dishes in the sink. I need to make sure that the girls are okay. Um, and who would have known how romantic little things like that really become mm-hmm. and really just setting the tone for intimacy emotionally and spiritually and physically for me and you. Right. Um, but I think a lot of times we really don't count the cost. And when we don't count things, then I think it's hard to do things that count, mm-hmm. right? Um, and sometimes we'll dismiss little tiny things and don't realize that the biggest doors swing on the smallest hinges, mm. you know? And I wonder how many, how many of us would do much better with our expectations of each of each other, or expectations of someone we're in a relationship with, um, if we counted the cost better and we said, you know, I, I realize that to me, um, a dish in the sink is not a big deal, but in the currency of of Diana, um, that cost is a big cost. Mm-hmm. And so, if I make that investment, it's going to yield some pretty some stuff that I want that I want to have in my life hello
1: yeah i really think that i mean the whole dish thing i've totally i'm okay with a messy house now <laughs> i have lost control i've I like, I I like, lost control I like over that. Our, house,
0: our house is not messy <laughs> our house has just been uh designed and decorated by toddlers
1: correct and it will be that until it's not and i'm fine with that um for me it's a little things too like you bathed the girls for me yeah you know, I'm like, oh, thank you. You brush yeah. their teeth, you oh know. My gosh. Um, with our lives being as full as they are, we're thankful. Um, but those little things really help me out so much. Yeah. And that'll definitely get you a gold star. <laughs> well,
0: I think I think it shows the heart of saying, this is what I'm willing to do for you. Yeah. You know, in, 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 in that, like, um, I'm, you know, sharing a little bit from our dating story. We dated for six and a half years. Um, and Diana's parents... Our pastors, um, and they believe one hundred percent in old school standards of purity, and it's not even old school; it's biblical, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And they wanted us, when we were dating, to to do our very best to honor the Lord with our purity. Um, and so, for six and a half years, every single date that we went on, uh, we had a chaperone.
1: Aka my little brother. <laughs>
0: Most of the time. Thank you, Isaac, if you're listening. Yeah. Thank you for for coming along and and what that meant was there was always one or two extra mouths to feed. Um, but to me, the cost was worth it. Number one, because you were worth it. Number two, because honoring your parents was worth it. I wasn't just paying for dinner or paying for the movies for someone, you know, someone else. But what I was doing was I was putting love in the love tank I was putting trust in the trust in the trust deposit box you know um, and that cost was a minor investment in a really high yield return and so it's beautiful because um, we, we have the testimony that we kept in our dating relationship we kept our purity until mm-hmm. we got married um, and I think in that it wasn't just about not having sex. I think it was about learning to honor and respect each other.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, learning to do what it took to make sure that we were honoring our commitment to each other, and I think that y- that God. yielded a big thing. And so, um, you know, I think that if you're listening today, I think that stopping and saying, you know, some of the some of the little things that I really just have not really um, taken into consideration right Um, they might be some cost factors that really count really really big it's not always the big giant things that turn the tide sometimes it's the smallest details honestly the difference between good and great is found in the small details and so I would encourage you to go back and count your cost you know what am i missing What what are the little things that are causing things in my life to not add up you know where can I do a little bit more, or where can I invest thoughtfully in uh, my job, in my relationships, in my commitments, and say, you know, I, it may not mean a lot to me, but man, this this investment, this cost can really count. I can really make it count.
1: Right.
0: You know. Um, so anyway, I hope that was um, something that that you enjoyed and will help you um, every day right like manage your expectations you know know what you expect and know what's expected of you count the cost do the little things with great intention and great attention hmm. um, yeah anything else babe
1: no I enjoyed this time with you thank you for having me <laughs>
0: I love you. Love you. I'm really grateful for you. Subscribe to the podcast. Would you rate it? Would you give it a review and maybe even share it? That just helps us get our content out to more people. And, you know, we believe that this is just going to bring so much help and health and joy and life to so many other people. So help us push record in other people's lives. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have an incredible rest of your day, evening, whatever it is that you're listening right now. Hope you are doing amazing. Talk to you soon.